welcome to good old wrestling another hard-hitting slobber knocker action of one hour of content goodness grief where we uh discuss all things wrestling our top tens news around what's going around the wrestling world uh, as always i'm uh, dj cramium Along with Amit John and DJ Thanen. Parmesan. 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 Oh, God. You guys are not going to let go. One screw up on me it's, means. Uh, it's too good. It's yes, too it's good very true. to let go. <coughs> very true. Um, the, on, on with Teflon or whatever. DJ Teflon. Why is it on with Teflon? He's, uh, uh, he's uh, currently ill, so he is not with us for this edition. But we do have his top tens for. Yeah. Yes, I'll be reading them off. I ha- he texted me all his opinions in his top ten list, so I'm going to be reading them off for him. You're going to have to do his voice. Oh, my God. You I do can't imitations. do voice. Come on. Have a, you listen here. <laughs> <laughs> listen here. But, uh, yeah, anything you guys want to cover before we get into our top ten? Becky Lynch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She's, <laughs> She's fake great. suspended. Fake suspended. She's punching people that's a, a lot. That's a great, uh, great I, way to... Uh, I like it. Further, a storyline is a suspend the person, I guess. I, I like it. Always gets heat. Don't even – like, as long as it's building up hype towards this Ronda Rousey-Becky Lynch fight, I'm with it. Just so you know, the Royal, cool. Rumble, the Royal Rumble winners will not have a match at all, probably till WrestleMania, because, one, they're trying to keep them healthy. Yeah. And, two, it kind of furthers a storyline. Plus, both of them are hurt. I mean, yeah, Seth both Rollins of them are technically hurt. Seth Rollins is like – I think it's in his knee, prob- wasn't it? Yeah. Or is it, is it his Another back? Another knee injury? It's like sprained. It's not like it's uh, one of his serious stuff, but oh man! But Becky Lynch, she's yeah. just gonna. Yeah. Sh- I think she's got it. She she's got it, bro. She's got the ability to be entertaining without needing a match. So I'm fine with this. I think she can just go ahead and do little skits, beat people up, and be fine. Yep. All right. Uh. Aside from that, let's get to this top 10 list. This week, we got top 10 underrated. Last week, we did overrated. That was really fun. This one should be really fun as well. Uh, who wants to start? Um, I haven't started. But you start this time because yeah. you started the first time. I okay. started last week. Now, let's go with you. Uh, do you want me to go me, then I'll read Devin's, and then you? Yeah. And then, all right. Uh, I do have, I guess we're going to do honorable mentions. I didn't think I was going to Yeah, honorable mentions any. at first, everybody. Them. Okay, I had three honorable mentions. The first one is R-Truth. Uh, for obvious, I just don't think with all the things that he's done, he do- probably doesn't get enough respect, especially be eliminating like being beaten up by Nia Jax at the Rumble. Uh, second is Gold Dust. The man has been in the business forever, made one of the weirdest characters of all time work for a long time, and he can still kind of go. I mean, it's not perfect, but he's still doing it. And Damien Sandow is my third honorable mention. I was heavily considering putting him in the list. I don't. Th- I think he, we had a chance to have a great heel in Damian Sandow, and we kind of missed that opportunity. He was kind of buried by a certain yeah. person and then became a stunt double, which was still great, but was I he think buried he left by the John company. Cena? Yes. Well, one who doesn't get buried by John Cena? Triple H, because he's Kevin buried. Owens. Triple H is <laughs> trying to bury other people while John... They're, they're having it's a like contest a, to who could bury someone the fastest. Oh, my God. It's a good contest. Yeah. Because then Triple H buried Jinder Mahal. Triple H, Triple H has buried so many. Triple, Triple H, H buried Booker T. Triple yeah, H, that's true. Bar- Triple H buried everybody in the 2016 Royal Rumble. He Bro. also buried CM Punk during the summer of Punk. Uh, like, so, yeah, there's sim- that. Simultaneously burying 29 people at the same time? Legendary. How? How do you even do that? Well, you could say Vince McMahon buries a lot of people, too. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's because of the talent thing. Yeah, he, that's, his like, <laughs> that's his yeah. job to bury people. Yeah, I don't. All right, moving on. Uh, all right, hey, you my mentions, honorable mentions. You're all two hundred of them. He has ten. Look, this man cannot make a look, top ten man, list to save his so life. It's so hard. I have my ten. We're giving you a, these guys giving you a cap qu- next week on five. These guys didn't quite make it. All right, Pete Dunn, self-explanatory. I've never seen people. I've never seen anybody do the things that Pete Dunn has had, like with the where he twists people's fingers. And like bends him back, and then he stomps on people's strong hands. style right like, there. The strong style, it's dope, and I really think he's gonna be a future WWE champion. Walter, wow, I've never heard a chop like Walter's. Like that, it sounds like, oh my god, it sounds like getting hit by a Mack truck. Just 
Wap. I kind of want to. I kind of want to play that. You keep talking. I want to. I'm gonna see if I can try to play it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Punishment Martinez. He's six. What is he? Six for seven. He lost his first match on NXT. Oh, of course. I'm, I was like, I'm, I was, I was annoyed. That's really annoying. But yeah, Punishment Martinez, high flyer at his height, incredible. Rick Rude, very underappreci- underappreciated legend. Did a lot of stuff in the WWE. Former Intercontinental Champion. Wasn't he a European Champion too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. But like his attitude and his cockiness and his pers- personality were just top tier. Marty Jannetty, because I really like the Rockers with uh, Shawn Michaels and Mark- Marty Jannetty. Tommy Dreamer, because he- him just almost killing himself in basically every match he had in ECW was just highly entertaining. Bailey, I just feel like she doesn't. She's not booked right. She's a fantastic wrestler, and she showed it multiple times. I do not agree with the whole fan wrestling thing that that has been yeah. spouted on this show a couple of times. I think if you go back and look at her matches, you cannot say that she is not a great wrestler based on her. I mean, her entire feud with Sasha Banks was pure yeah, gold. Yeah, it was, it was absolutely top tier. Johnny Gargano, he's going to be the next Daniel Bryan. Watch. Just watch. Like it's it's already building up to it. He's the basically like the ultimate underdog of NXT anyway. William Regal, oh did you get it? Uh, William Regal, his like pure wrestling ability and the way he does like all types of holds and the way he like works his opponents, he like basically just makes them incapable of doing anything. And it's very and and his uh, heel personality was amazing. Like I've never heard. Anybody get more heat than William Regal? I've like a hall of booze. Like that's impressive. Oh boy, hello. Oh my God, I is think, that the one on Zack Saber Jr.? Yes, that was. That just played on on it completely accident, by the way. <laughs> oh my God, I'm actually serious. Uh, All right, you keep talking. I'll get this. And my last, my last, my last honorable mention is Evan Bourne because he's very entertaining. Like him just jumping off of stuff is just. Mm-hmm. How does he get that height? How does he, how does he do these flips? Airborne is one of, is probably the best shooting star press. I've yeah, seen. like he has yeah, he has one of the best shooting star presses in the game, if not the best one. Yeah. So, I'm gonna interrupt you on this Walter Chop. This oh yeah. Is, Walter Chop this was on Defiant Wrestling, I Dear believe. God. So I'm gonna put it close to the mic and you'll let, you'll hear. Dear God. Ugh. Jesus. That was a uh, Jesus. That hurt my chest. <laughs> I'm having trouble breathing I'll, I'll after let you, that. I'll let you look at it. Um, uh, we'll put a link to this on our Twitter, by the way, if you guys yeah, want to watch this. Yeah, we as are well. gonna tweet that out. This uh, it's a, it's yeah. Wow, just wow. Jeez. I couldn't even continue the match after a chop like that. I wouldn't be wow. able to breathe. Yeah. All right. Top ten. We're going into the list now. Let's go. Oh, easy, easy. I have some. I have some. I have some. Oh, you have some. I, have oh, I thought we didn't get. I, I got about got five because I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna add Christian to my list Says because the guy that is like I don't have honorable mentions. Uh, I usually don't. Uh, this time I do. Uh, Muhammad Hassan. Really, okay. that was, was none of that. None of none what of, happened to him was his fault. Exactly. I, like I feel so bad for him. Uh, Jinder Mahal. He's another guy that's underrated. He's Jinder Mahal is underrated. I think Jinder Mahal has been properly rated. No, 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 no. no he's, he's just not properly rated. used. He's actually he can actually wrestle. He got put. I guess I guess you can make the argument that he got pushed too hard, too fast. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Vladimir Koslov. Ooh, Vladimir. He was good here. Um, uh, he beat Sant- the Undertaker. Wait, yeah, who? And Santino Morella. Santino. <laughs> Santino is one of the more entertaining he's, but awful wrestlers yeah, of my day. His entertainment value is like sky high, but his like in ring ability is just. Eh. Yeah, no, I I agree. <laughs> the Cobra was the great, Cobra though. versus Mr. Sako was, was one of the best oh moments ever. That was, was during Royal Rumble, wasn't it? Cobra. Yes. Oh man, man. WWE man, good times. <laughs> it's just yeah. a uh, a cluster. Yeah. Okay. All right, moving on. Okay, so my number ten is John Morrison, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Nitro, Johnny whatever Johnny he's going by. Johnny Impact. Uh, the man. Is one of the most athletic wrestlers I've ever seen. Talking about Johnny Nitro. That's facts. He's yeah. just crazy athletic. His character work isn't the best, but really all he had to do was, I'm prettier than you, and I can also do a bunch of flips, and that's my character. Yeah, and it works. Parkour. No, it works. Yeah, it I mean, the it slow, works. The slow motion when he was at the top of the stage. Oh, that's perfect. Yes, also top slow motion tier. was great. And also, Starship Pain just 
it, it's, it's a dumb move because it's not like hurting anybody serious, but it just looks so darn it cool. It looks really good. I mean, it, <laughs> it looks it looks better than his uh, his uh, uh, his neck breaker. Yes. Moonlight Drive. Yeah, Moonlight Drive, yeah. Yes, I, I I would like to see him get back to a WWE ring someday because he's very entertaining. And he, he d- he's deserving of being an actual world champion in WWE, but they just never gave it to him. Yes. My number 10 is Shelton Benjamin. The man is a freak of nature athlete. Like he, like he does ex- like, what what is that move called? Like the exploder suplex, like where he jumps literally. He runs across the ring and then jumps onto the top turnbuckle in one leap and then suplexes them off of the <laughs> turnbuckle with ease. He does it effortlessly. Yes. Everything that he does just seems so effortless. He was also willing to nearly die in a match with Shawn Michaels when Shawn Michaels kicked his head off. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> everything that everything that Shelton does is clean. I just feel like he didn't get the opportunities that he deserved. I think his, his, his mic stuff's not good. His mic's, yeah, that's his, that's his only downfall. But know. his in-ring ability is definitely A+. His, and his book. gold state. I mean, he almost died at a WrestleMania for yeah, this guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's true. I mean, he's the gold He's standard. a spot monkey. That's all he is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I think he's got the athleticism to but move I, up. I the love card him. I, I love Shelton Benjamin. I do too. I think Spot Monkey is kind of deemed as like a bad term, but you need those wrestlers. And yeah, those guys are guys. often the most entertaining that's guys true. on the car. Like, that's very Spot true. Monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> what you want? Jeff Hardy is the ultimate Spot. Right. Oh, no, Jeff no, Hardy's exactly. freaking what a top ten most entertaining wrestlers of all time. Easy. Very true. All right. What about what's he got? I'll do mine. Oh, then yeah. we'll go to Devin. Okay. That sound good. Yeah, um, yep, uh, yep. I got number one, number ten is Christopher Daniels. Uh, I know he had his little stint in WWE back in two thousand and it was very brief. Four, I think. I don't know, but it, it wasn't nothing. But what he's done ever since then, go to uh, TNA, do what he's done there. He never wants to be that top guy. Which I mean, of course, you always want to be that top guy. But for him, it's not like he wants to be it. It's just that he's he's capable of doing ever anything else that he wants to do because of how his mentality is in wrestling. He's also 50 some years old and still going strong. So, uh he's also now on AEW now. And so it's like he's a person that you want on your roster, but it's a person that's deserving of more. But he doesn't he doesn't he it's the thing with his characteristics. He doesn't want the more. He just wants to do what he wants to do. Right. Perfect. Devin's number 10 is Road Dog. He said he's not the cleanest wrestler in the ring, but his total combined package of promos and wrestling and selling, he's not bad. So, yeah, and I, I agree with that. Road Dogg's pretty solid. I mean, he's good I, on the mic. I like DX. Wrestling. I think Road Dogg has been properly rated in history. I think he has. Been. I think he was, he was, like, I was talking to you about this, uh, John. He was shoved down our throats uh, yeah. with DX. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I, th- I, I could do I like without Road watching Road Dogg. Pretend to hump a man before yeah, he yeah. <laughs> no, same. I could I could definitely never see that again in my life and be completely I, fine. I'd be fine. <laughs> I would be. Wow. Ugh. Okay. Number nine. My number nine is Bailey. Uh, I think Bailey gets too much crap. I, I think um, she gets enough, and that's perfect. No, I think Bailey gets too much crap. I think Bailey's a good wrestler, and she's been given nothing to do. And also, I don't think the main roster was necessarily the right place for her mm-hmm. when it when she got called up. Um. Because they ran out of stuff to do with her quick. Hopefully, this tag team championships with Sasha, which I think we all are pretty sure they're if they don't win them the first night, they're going to eventually win these championships. Like that's just gonna happen. Uh, I think that'll help her career out. But I w- was watching ha- the halftime heat stream actually the day after, um, and her match came up. Not the one at Takeover Brooklyn with Sasha, but I don't. It was like Takeover. It wasn't even a city. It was some weird name. I don't remember, but it was still a, it was an Iron Woman match, thirty minutes, and it was a freaking good match. That's Chicago, but it wasn't Chicago. They named it something like Takeover Revenge or something like that. I don't remember. But but it, w- but it wasn't Chicago. I'm yeah, sure. I think it wasn't. And her family was like in the front row, and mm-hmm. they had her and Sasha do all this character work during the match. I think she's got talent, and she doesn't get utilized. Um, wait, nine? Nine, yes. you said number nine, Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley is so impressive, man. Like, I've never... I just haven't seen much of her. She's one of my favorite women out there. Like, if you go watch one of her matches, she's, like, super strong. Is she and the she can do, like, all kinds of... champion? Yeah. Right yeah, she's super versatile. Like, her moveset is really cool. And, like, she's one of those... She's one of those strong-type women, like uh, Beth Phoenix and, and Natalia and stuff like that. But she does, like, cooler moves. She has, like, really good power slams. And she does, like military presses with these women and just throws them and she 
punches people really hard. It's like it's dope. She's really dope to watch. And she's only 20, like 20, 21. She's super young. There's a so lot of there's a lot of good talented UK wrestlers. Yeah. That's why they have the NXT UK. It's because there's, there's such a, a pool a, of talent over there. She's perfect. 22. She's 22. But she's not UK. She's actually from Australia. Uh, uh, she's, in, she's, oh. she's the NXT UK Women's Champion Yes, yeah. but she's from Australia uh, She talks with an accent Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Australians are just like I think it's been called the redneck version of British people Like, they're like the oh, southern yeah. British people because of their accent Okay, that, that makes, that makes sense kind of makes sense I, I And they live out in like the wilderness and stuff So, yeah Out in the I bush guess. Yeah Redneck I wouldn't Brits. mess with anybody from uh, Australia. My it's number scary. nine is Shelton Benjamin for obvious reasons. Uh, yeah. This guy has – he's athletic for one. I know he can't talk on the mic, but this is a guy that's deserving as a of a champion, uh, as a singles competitor. I love his gold standard gimmick when he was back in like 2008 to 2012 run. Yep. I mean, he should have probably won the ECW championship on the reboot, but that's just me. Uh, he actually did stuff in uh, New Japan uh, with MVP when he was uh, released. He also tried to get back the world's greatest tag team over there as well. Shelton Benjamin is just he's, – he's a freak of nature. Yeah. All right, what's his number nine? Number nine, Devin's number nine is Billy Gunn. <laughs> what is up with him? And the <laughs> he likes a new age outlaw. He's a, yeah. a guy that's 6'6 and easily 275, moves fluidly in the ring, and has I some of the best athleticism for his Love his, his time. finisher. Yeah. Famouser is like. The Famouser is a very good finisher. I, I, that's probably my favorite fam- uh, finisher of all time. Yeah. Probably. Really? Oh, I love it. It's it's, it's so underused. It's wow. <laughs> it's like no one uses that it was, except for Dolph Ziggler. That was a. That's a bold hot that take, was a I know. Bold take for <laughs> favorite finisher. I, I okay. I mean, yeah, he's entertaining. I'll, yeah. That's I. I mean, it's I didn't. Same thing I had. I didn't see much of him. The only thing I really remember about him Humming. is when Man. he he was he won King of the Ring, and then The Rock came out and did a promo and absolutely destroyed his push yeah. in one promo, <laughs> which was he's still going too. Yeah, he's, he can still wrestle. Billy Gunn can. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, he. I remember him on Tough Enough. He looked tough enough. He looked he, very yeah. tough. I think <laughs> all the then he got busted for steroids. Yeah. So yikes. Kind of awkward, but okay. All right, number eight, Page. Page, Page is good. I don't Page. know. I don't know. Page I think is good. I. You, nobody Page. talks about Page anymore. Well, th- there's a reason because you can't wrestle anymore. Right, but neck. like, <laughs> why? Why? I mean, why did Paige not come out during the Bella's We def- Redefined Diva? Like, Paige was the beginning she came of out this she whole transition. Well, it's uh, but I don't, no, I don't but see like, why didn't she say? They didn't even have her say anything. Like, I think that she was kind of the face of the transition. But I don't see Paige really. as being underrated, though. I do because I don't ever hear anything about you. Hear things about like the great women of the past. <laughs> She's yeah, she does she have a movie, movie. Yeah. but do you hear things about the great women of the past? The Trish Stratus and Lita and Mickey James are all mentioned, and then sometimes people even mention the Bellas. But what? I've never heard Paige like Paige is kind of the person that laid the foundation for this women's wrestling movement that we have because she could wrestle. Yeah, and she was one of the first Divas like, champions in a while that she's straight up just could a wrestle. A foreign person that was young that made it to the WWE. It's like I don't understand. All the foreign people are really good at wrestling. When I mean foreign, like non-American. Yeah, I don't. I don't, probably, I don't. I'm sure there's probably stats to back that up. Yeah. Well, like they make it easier into the WWE. It seems like. And also, young I think well. it's. Yeah, yeah. I think they're allowed to start younger. Yeah. No, I mean you can. I can. I could have started wrestling when I was 16. Yeah, I know, but I think the like training starts younger and stuff. Well, I don't probably know, when you're like it's what, possible. seven years I don't old. Know. I mean, Jeff Hardy started at 16. Like, yeah, he illegally. Was no, he was I mean, he was 14 when he got in WCW. He was 14. I'm pretty sure some of his stuff. He yeah, but he wasn't allowed to do that. He actually. was basically a jobber. Though, he so. lied about his age. But yeah, I don't know. I think Paige, I think now. Paige is great and she's underrated. Yeah. My number eight is Sami Zayn. Okay. Sami is so he's so likable, man. Like it's just like it's hard not to get behind him. He has so much heart. He puts it all into his matches. He leaves it all out in the ring. Like his rivalries with Kevin Owens and I'm not gonna say Bobby Lashley because that one kind of like fizzled out. Was a, well, listen to this. Isn't it odd that it was a three week rivalry with Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn? And it was a three week rivalry with Kevin Owens and uh, Bobby Lashley. Yeah, that is kind of odd. And they both got hurt. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but literally every match that Sami Zayn puts on is minimum oh, four stars. It's really like, good. he's very, very good, and he's proven it time and time again. And it's just like, it's 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 due time until he gets that world championship opportunity. Uh, my number eight is Matt Hardy. I mean, it's just like uh, version one was good. Even before that was amazing. Uh, he hasn't got to that point where he's world champion, and I don't think it will because he he I lives think he's done pretty much. He's gonna make his he's gonna make his comeback, but I don't know if it's gonna be a t- yeah. title push. But I don't. I think he's like active, gonna be wrestling every week. Things kind of the yeah. way that he's talking about it. I think he's kind of done. Well, and if I was him, I would be. I'd be done on top, anyways. It, it sucks <laughs> that you didn't get that uh, that world heavyweight title because he lived in the shadow of his younger brother. So that's that's the bad part. Yeah, it's it's just. I mean, but if you look, just when even though it should be the other way around because. Jeff left. Well, no, he didn't leave. He was suspended, but then he ended up leaving to go to TNA. Then he came back, and he, oh, you get a, a world title shot since you did stuff in TNA. But Matt stayed there the entire time. I don't. That's what I don't understand. Why did I just think, Matt get the push? I think it's because Jeff is naturally one of the most entertaining and biggest no, draws, true. and it's because of his style. But if you look at he he managed to make me like broken gimmick, which at first uh, when I heard about the broken gimmick, I'm like, this is the dumbest thing. I, I was like, la- I straight up watched the video last week of him talking to George Washington as a giraffe. Is it freaking hilarious? Did you watch the, man the TNA amazing. stuff? Yeah, I've watched it. Yeah, broken Matt Hardy is an broken Matt is. I, yes. Like, it took a while for me to catch on to it, but the the whole delete movement, perfect, amazing, amazing. And him pairing up with Bray Wyatt and them getting the tag team titles, that was also really good, too. Yeah. I really I really appreciate Matt Hardy and everything that he's done for wrestling. Same. Like, I hated that match. The at, Was it Raw uh, like 25? What? 25th anniversary. Oh, yeah. That, that was a that, really... That was, that was a crappy three-minute match. Oof. Yeah. Three-minute men. All right. Devin's number eight is Gangrel. He doesn't really have a lot to say about him. He just said not the best, but not, not the worst the, for his. For I don't know. I think he's Devin, doing this underrated I, thing kind of. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much all his like, hey, people hate these guys, but they're just mediocre. Yeah. I don't know how you, I don't. You can't have Gang Grill on there. I don't know. It's just. The Brood was. Not that good. It, was, it, didn't last it brought us edge. Us edge and Christian. I mean, man, whatever works. Yeah, I don't true. know. Okay, uh, number seven, right? Yep. Yep. Okay, my number seven is probably going to be a surprise. It's Adam Cole. Um, I think he's about right. And Adam I Cole realized this because Adam Cole was the guy that took the pin the halftime heat match. Adam Cole. He takes a lot of pins. Right. He takes so many pins. But Adam Cole is such a good worker. He's over. He's so talented. Adam Cole, baby. I don't. I don't know why that's so cool, but it just is. And then the boom. It's just yeah, and. I, he did a jumping off the turnbuckle Canadian destroyer yeah, with Ricochet. That was amazing. And Adam Cole is probably given not enough credit because a lot of people give credit to the Undisputed Era as a whole more than Adam Cole. But that that group would be nothing without him. No, let's not forget that's that true. He, let's not forget that uh, at Takeover when he fought uh, Ricochet for the North American Championship, he hit a pinpoint super kick while Ricochet was in the middle of a backflip. Yeah. Like it's yeah. insane I, the what dude, Adam Cole can do. The dude is the dude is crazy good. I don't necessarily love his finisher. It's I don't. I can't. Okay, so we're talking about finishers before this. I do not remember his finisher. It's what I don't remember is it what the, it's called. Is it the? It's the knee to the back of the head. Yeah. Is uh, it when he's like in a like in a suplex position and goes straight down? No. The knee. No, it's the knee to the back of the head. Yeah, I know exactly. I don't what remember what it's, called. what it's called. But also, he takes off the padded knee brace to do it. To expose no, his bare bad. knee, except as a person that has to wear a knee brace because he has an injury, braces hurt a lot more than regular knees. Because I've seriously bruised people with a knee brace. Like, it's not going to help you if you take it off. I don't understand. That's a wrestling thing is like they expose their foot and then kick someone. A it's boot like, is going to hurt more yeah. than your bare foot. Oh, no, you got that bone. That's probably why. Yeah, but it's still like Bro, we just need to have an episode know. called Wrestling Logic One Hundred and One, <laughs> and just ex- it's just explain all the faults, <laughs> things you have to believe. Yeah, like Samoan Samoan headbutts. Samoan headbutts hurt more. That's a whole than ep- regular headbutts. Yeah, that's a whole episode. They just do. Flying headbutts hurt more than Samoan headbutts because <laughs> you're flying. <laughs> <laughs> 
when the, <laughs> when a superstar's music hits and they don't immediately come at the top of the entrance, you just stare at his entrance until he hits you in the back of the head from behind. Mm. All right, we'll we'll talk but more about that. We're gonna this. talk yeah, about I'm, that more I'm, like next week or something. Um, uh, yeah. number seven now for you. My number seven is Cedric Alexander. Amazing, okay. amazing worker. Just not the best on the mic, but that's most of the two hundred five guys. There's like literally besides two, a few. Yeah, yeah, like Drew Gulak and then... Well, I mean, Leo Rush when he was still there. Le- yeah, Drew Gulak <laughs> and Leo, but Leo's like Hollywood now, so... Yeah. Leo's too big time for those two yeah. guys. <laughs> That's true. Cedric, oh, man. Like, his lumbar check... Oh, it's that so finisher, cool. It's so it, good. It looks like it's painful. It's so good. He's oh, so f- he's so fast. He's a good grappler. He's a good high flyer. He's really just him good and, at everything. Him and, him and Buddy put on clinics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Buddy Murphy's the... Honorable mention for me. I should add that too. Buddy I was Murphy thinking about putting Buddy Murphy as an honorable. Buddy Murphy's mention. like really solid. Buddy Murphy too. is very good. He came up. Also, yeah. his outfit's just cool as heck. Yeah, I, I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. It's just cool as heck. My number seven's Taz. I feel like he didn't do like of course ECW days. He like pretty much almost a god in that time. Mm-hmm. But when he got his transition to moving to WWE, it really wasn't that spectacular as people would think. And honestly, he's not that bad at commentary. I actually like Taz's commentary. I know some people were like, oh, Taz was terrible with Michael Cole on commentary. No, nah, he's actually not too bad. Uh, yeah. But I did like his in-ring work in WWE, but his ECW days are a lot better. He may have been just right in ECW, but if I'm going at pinpointing it on WWE, he was very underrated. I That's facts. didn't know Taz was a wrestler before. Because really? like, growing up, all I knew was him on commentary. <laughs> uh, so I unlocked him in one of the early SmackDown versus Raw games. Like, why would I want to wrestle with Taz? And then years Dude. later, I saw like all the the man can suplex anything. He was the original. Um, he yes, was the OG he is, suplex he's city. He's the suplex yes. city. And I was like, I really wish I would have played with Taz. All five like, Because that would have been great. It's, and it's not like Brock Lesnar where he only did like three suplexes. No, he, he can do suple- every. He did suplexes I didn't even know were actual <laughs> suplexes. <laughs> the man is great. German, yeah. French, Canadian, <laughs> Northern Lights, <laughs> superplexes. Like anything, yes. any suplex you can think of, Taz did it. All right. Devin's number seven is Bradshaw in the 90s. Oh, that makes sense. Bradshaw yes. was yeah. good. So JVL, that's great. JVL is on overrated, and then Bradshaw is underrated. Yeah. He said he was bigger guy. Characters. He's kind of <laughs> stiff, but the clothesline, the clothesline that he had, it took some heads off. So, and I agree with that. Uh, I don't know. I, I, he may have just been right when he was with the Acolytes with uh, the APA. Yeah. Bradshaw before that. I mean, I could see how that would work and fit into this uh, underrated part. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. So we're on six now? Yep. My six is Booker T. The man should have been pushed more in the WWE. I think WCW, he was properly rated. The fact that they built this great feud with Triple H, where Triple H H was using a hint of racism (laughs) in that feud, (laughs) and then they had him lose at WrestleMania. Hello? I just watched that match, too. Also, Booker T... Not necessarily in the ring work, but dude is hilarious. His grocery stores, like uh, backstage brawl with Stone Cold, was That's great. That's iconic. He yeah. had a him and Edge built a feud over shampoo, over a shampoo commercial, King, and it was freaking entertaining. The King Booker gimmick was great too. Uh, yes, King Booker was fa- Booker T. I think but his out King's of character court was kind of stupid great. with Finley and King's Court was dumb. But like Finley yeah. and who else was it? Regal. No, it wasn't Regal. Also, just just kind of dumb Booker T, like blank faced. What the heck is going on, Booker T? Is so funny. I didn't like Booker T going to TNA. I did not at all. I didn't. I don't think that was great either. But I do like him as a whole, and I think that he needed more of a push when he was in WWE. I can agree with that. Uh, my number six is Christian. Christian's just he knows how to put on a match, and he knows how to keep you on your toes at all times during that match. And it's just like I just feel like he didn't get the recognition that he deserved. They backstage definitely didn't give him the recognition he deserved because he was a top tier talent. In but I felt like he was just overshadowed by a bunch of guys that like didn't deserve it as much as he did. But they did give him that world heavyweight championship opportunity. When Took he, him a while. Yeah, did he beat Randy Orton for that? I think so because that was yeah. a that was a pretty good feud. Yeah, that was a great feud. But and let's not even forget. Edge and Christian, <laughs> five-second pose. I think it's odd, too, that you saw the Edge and Christian, like when they split up, how things went. Edge got more of that uh, that push uh, rather than Christian. Look at the Hardys. 
Jeff Hardy had more of that push than Matt Hardy. I he's, love how Team he's the 3D, Matt Hardy of Edge and Christian. That's true. Very I love much. how Team 3D stuck together and they didn't want to do any of that single stuff, even though they tried to do the single stuff when Devon went to and then uh, it came, preaching it happened, gimmick like two and, two weeks later, and then they're back together because I mean that works. That's what I love about it. So it's like I know I went off off subject there real quick, but I just wanted to put that out I there. Th- I think that their circumstances are different because I think Devon and Bubba are better as a tag team whereas edge i think is also great as a standalone wrestler mm-hmm. a wrestler and so is jeff hardy it's, so that's why like they didn't need the tag team but to be as successful as they were team 3d had to stay together they were not gonna that's true. their whole every all their moves everything was built on tag team mm-hmm. where edge and jeff hardy had the ability to go separate which is why they broke those teams up and matt and christian also had that ability they just weren't used yeah, no, I agree. All right. My my number is at six, correct? Red six, six right now? Yeah, six. Uh, it's Jay White. I know he's in New Japan, and you guys probably don't know much about Jay White. Um, uh, I don't he's, know what it is at all. Well, if he was in WWE, he's like the, the equivalent to – Don't say Finn Balor. No, better than Finn Balor. <laughs> um, Seth Rollins. Might be a little under Seth Rollins. Maybe the Dean Ambrose, probably. Yeah, I don't like Dean Ambrose. That's a Ambrose well, I mean, like, before or after 2014? Yeah, before. Okay. All right, there I we will go. allow that. <laughs> so uh, I'll allow it. I mean, he's the he's now the new leader of the Bullet Club. I'm not just saying that because I'm siding with the Bullet Club. I mean, this guy was he's just like I mean, he's called the Switchblade for a re- reason because he's a, a dastardly heel, and it it works for him. He was the was the champion over there, the United States champion. Uh, this guy has uh, a lot coming from him. He's only 26 years old. I would not be surprised if he doesn't show up in WWE in the next th- three years, three to four years. So they can ruin him. And they'll, they'll, I feel like they'll actually push him, though. Wow. In WWE th- not ruining a talent that's coming from an that's true. wrestling company. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> or if he goes to NXT UK, probably. Yeah, actually, if he doesn't want to get ruined, go to NXT. Yep. Go yeah. to an NXT brand. Dolph's there. I, I ruined it. He's got Dolph Devin, Ziggler. Devin's number six is Dolph Ziggler from 2011 to 2014. He was basically, yeah, he said. 2011, he, was, he specifically yeah, put. He said, in, I quote. Cash he in was Dolph sa- Ziggler. Yeah, cash <laughs> in Dolph Ziggler. He was the saving grace of WWE and truly was the show off. No. When he really cared, he had some great matches. He was not the saving grace of WWE around that time. That's CM Punk. Yeah. That was yeah, yeah. CM Punk. See, but I'm, I'm, however, I'm, gonna, I do agree with his greatness of like everybody wanted Dolph on top at that point. The yeah, it's one of the loudest pops in history mm-hmm. is when he cashed in. And what not many Facts. people know about that, Sheamus was also the, uh, one of the biggest hot commodities around that time too. Sheamus, Sheamus, Sheamus had a run. He had a good run. Yes, I do not like the one eight hundred fella ads. Those were kind of <laughs> stupid. Those are very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> however. <laughs> Other uh, things. Also, Sheamus, like, beginning just monster heel beating John Cena. Perfect. That was great. Perfect. And, like, and that's like how... Evil Ronald McDonald one of the One of the very few people John Cena helped put over. He's actually helped put over a lot recently. Recently, yes. I mean... I think he's lost, like, seven or eight he's supposed slams to, in a row. He's supposed to put over Lars Sullivan here pretty soon. But he's, Lars, I think the, uh, his anxiety has got to him. And I don't, I'm not sure if he's going to make it back. I'm not... Ex- I don't. I'm just not excited about Lars Sullivan. Just not. Uh, he looks. He looks like a, an ogre. Yep, he does. By the way, my mm-hmm. views. He does have views, mic skills, though. Our views yeah. uh, uh, for good old wrestling. Our good. opinions matter to us, and they don't re- reflect Northwest Missouri State University or KZLX. Uh, these are our okay, opinions. Okay. Just want to throw that out there. Right. <laughs> Number five. five. Mine's Christian. We don't have to talk about it anymore. I think right. we properly. What's your favorite Christian, Christian match? Uh it's my What's favorite. Top your head? My favorite Christian match is when they first TL, the first TLC match. Okay, was the favorite match that Christian's involved in. I don't know a lot of specific Christian matches that I can recall. His one where he finally won the title was great too. Um, there's also a triple threat match for a title one time when he had I don't remember the dude's name, Chris Kamen. Chris Kamen's an NBA player. player. (laughs) I cannot think. (laughs) He had this guy with a black mohawk as his backup, and he was in some triple threat. Yeah, that was good too. I I like Christian, but I like Christian as a part of Edge and Christian. So that kind of, but Edge and Christian were great. They Mm. they became masters of the chair 
in like a week and a half because they had to for a TLC match. And Concerto, I mean, I think they're both great. And I think Christian should have gotten a similar push to Edge. And them having a main event feud together after their breakup for a title for a like WWE championship would have been amazing. And then we never really got to see it. It was kind of sad. That's true. My number five is Arn Anderson. I okay. just feel like people saw him just as a henchman for the four horsemen. They saw no. him as Ric Flair's backup. No, that guy can move and he could do a lot for his side. Like his moveset was so intricate for like the 80s and the 70s whenever the four horsemen were like a big deal. But yeah, like he was so interesting to watch. Like he was like a true gem in that era. And, like, people just overlook him like he wasn't doing anything right. When he was, he I just feel like nobody talks about him enough. Arn Anderson is a top-tier wrestler. Also top-tier scary human being. Yeah. You like, do not want to mess with Arn Anderson. Dude is a machine. Yeah, dude no. could kill you. He's a machine. <laughs> um, uh, You know what? I completely had a brain fart on the Four Horsemen. I, com- I forgot that Sting was a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I completely forgot it about was. that. Yeah. I, I f- yeah. Sting is the is an, a national treasure. I'll tell you that. Yeah, he is. My number five. I don't know if you guys know him. You might. Uh, he's in Ring of Honor right now. His name's Silas Young. He I was know in, who he, is. he was in WWE as uh, he came in as enhancement talent uh, back in the 2000s. So he was along with like, Christopher Daniels and mm-hmm. uh, adding as well as uh, Tommaso Ciampa before he was anything in yeah. uh, WWE. Uh, this guy is uh, his gimmick is the last real man, uh, the last real wrestler. Which it works. He's a grappler. He also he comes out of out of nowhere sometimes with some uh, high performing, uh, high top rope moves. He's uh, he, he was just crowned uh, last year around this time uh, TV champion, and it, it was well deserved for him because he really doesn't. He's not that guy that wins titles. This dude is almost forty years old and still can go up to toe with anybody. Dude's underrated as heck. I've never heard of him, so yeah, that proves look, that he's look, underrated as look, heck. Yeah. Look him up. I I recommend it. Devin's number five is Kane. Besides him being, we're doing Kane that could run Kane, correct? And yeah, the Rob Van Dam Devin said, "I quote: Besides him being a nice guy and really smart when he worked under the mask, his selling was really good. His strikes don't get enough justice, and dude was seven foot, hitting a good top rope clothesline and rolling through every time." Plus one of the better choke slams. Limited move set, but he didn't need a lot. No, that's very true. Oh. I, I, I loved it when he went to the top rope. Yes. Yeah. And long hair, mask, cane, just freaking cool. It's scary, yeah. too. It was just cool. One of, the bi- one of the big guys that can can move. I really Used appreciate to. Kane. Like, I, I, I respect Kane. that number five for uh, yeah. yes. That's the for best Devin. one he's had so far. Yeah, that's, I can respect it. Okay, my number four... <laughs> I don't know why he's so high. <sighs> uh, Kofi Kingston, though. Kofi is great, though. Kofi, now, no, no that's good. Go no, seriously. Now, we're not even going front. Kofi I don't, is great. I don't know. I was thinking about putting him lower on the list. No, that's but fine. But I put him this high because I, Kofi Kingston, when given the chance to be what he wants to be. He could be a champion. Main event level. Oh, look at the the rivalry with Randy Orton. Right, that's exactly what I'm. T- the dude did a boom drop through like an announce table. I mean, he he's crazy athletic. Like the stuff that he does to save himself from the Royal Rumble. Yeah, the pancake one wasn't really well, super this, impressive. This past Royal Rumble and was the bad. past one was bad too. But he literally jumped a chair, an office chair, he to the, the chair. ring. How the this man is crazy. Yeah. I mean he's insane. He's got he's got good mic skills. You know too. he had to take that he's the, funny. The, he had to take the Royal Rumble skill spot over from uh, John Morrison when he left. Yeah. He's I he's great. Uh, Kofi Kofi's great. He's athletic. Trouble in Paradise is freaking cool as hell. No, it's good. I'm surprised it's still that name. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's still for me one of, it's it'll it'll be one of my favorite finishers. It'll feature on the list. It just looks cool. Yeah. No, I agree. Kofi. Boom. All right. What are we on? Four? It's uh, it's two clefs, but don't yeah. switch, switch it. Just go one, boom, two. Boom. Yeah, and then, yeah, whatever. Or one, two, it's three. It's been a while. It's something. I haven't seen Jamaican Kofi in a while. I loved it, too, because he had the pyro, too, and it just went in yes. sync with it. I miss pyro. Bring pyro back. don't do pyro anymore for no, the sake of safety. Don't even do pyro. Safety and WrestleMania. Yeah. It's all the time to do it. Number four. 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 Okay. Four. That's four. Velveteen four, Dream. Four. four. 
Velveteen Dream is up next. I don't know about that one. Stop. Velveteen I Dream is up next. I don't know about that one. <laughs> he may up. be overrated. No, 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 no. No. No, I've seen his matches. Like. Very impressive, but I. Uh, not even just Velveteen Dream. Patrick Clark, just as a person have in you general. Ever, have you ever watched a Patrick Clark Leo Rush match? Because it's beautiful. I actually haven't seen a the Leo. I haven't move. seen him fight Leo Rush. Yeah, him and Leo Rush used to have matches on the, the independent scene. It's just interesting. The Velveteen. It's Dream crazy. Per, the Velveteen Dream personality is just amazing. <sighs> his mic work is great. No, his mic work is amazing. <laughs> his character. I his think char- his character work is what pushes him. Like his actually, tendencies oh, and facial expressions when he's like he. You really just believe that he's actually this person. Also, sometimes just he like, just gets punked. While in character, and it's hilarious. Like yeah. at halftime heat, when he like lo- got in a three point stance, and then Adam Cole just like need him in the face, or tom- one of them need him in the face, and he just fell out. It was hilarious. It's the dream has no recollection of that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Velveteen Dream. He's he's a future champion, but he's great. Easily, I think he's champion. just right. I think he's right. I think he's great. And what he's what is he? He's he's a young guy too. He's what like twenty two. He's yeah. twenty two, twenty three, something like that. Like, a lot of good young on, talent man. around he's here. He's way too good. The future of wrestling is bright if they don't do what they're doing right now and just bring back a bunch of old guys to stuff out the young. No, guys. I agree. I agree. And he's one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, my number four is I like how you were on the topic of Kofi Kingston. I had Big E as my really? number four. Wow. Big E is a machine. Big yeah. E. If I he didn't was think about that, but that's a good pick. If he was not with the New Day, he would at least been the World Heavyweight Champion at least once or twice. He's a big lad. Yeah, dude. Dude can move. Super he can strong, guy. and he can move. His yeah. spear is actually His pretty good. Apron spear is scary good. Yeah. <laughs> this like there's like so much with Big E that I don't. It's not like. New Day's holding him back. It's the fact that he wants to do that. But he's, he, he's due. He is due for um, at least a title push <laughs> at some point. Make yeah. sh- maybe when Brock Lesnar is gone for about two years, you might see Big E if, if he's still there. And if, if anybody's it, and if anybody's gonna break up the New Day and go solo, it's no it's Big, Big E. e. Yeah, oh yeah, easily. Yeah, because yeah. Kofi's getting old and Xavier doesn't really have. Xavier's more of a, a showman. Yes. But Biggie, like, can you imagine if they pushed Biggie as like this monster and then had Biggie versus Brock? That'd like, be nice. Because if now thinking you're like Biggie couldn't beat Brock. Oh, he's, 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 he's like a funny Brock. joke guy. But if they pushed him actually as he, as Biggie's what, a scary that's human a thing. being. When he was like Big E Langston when he was coming up mm-hmm. through the the ranks and stuff, he was dominant. He in was NXT. the enforcer. Oh, he was the enforcer for Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, yeah. it was just man, Oof. Big E is Biggie. just I, I love the guy. All right, let's. We're Devin's making pretty. We're making four. pretty good time right here. Well, there's only three, three of us. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> Devin's number four is X Pac. What is up with this man in DX? I don't know. I would say X Pac. Uh, I'd give X Pac is overrated in my. He's opinion. like he's a smaller guy, but he's still <sighs> athletically superior. He was still athletically superior at the time. Super quick, and you felt bad when he was getting beat up. I don't know. That's maybe history. maybe you feel bad when a one two three kid was getting beat up, but. I don't know about X Pac. That's just not. Nice. I don't know. Yeah, X Pac was. Yeah, I would have given. He him was like over though kid. by the crowd because X Pac was over as heck. All of DX yeah, was all, over. I, all I, of D- I, especially I, around the around the Attitude Era. Yeah, peak Attitude Era DX was like could do no wrong. All right, number three. My number three is Mr. Perfect. Okay, Mr. Perfect I can, I can was see Kurt like doing that. Mr. Yeah, he Perfect. Was also a machine. Mr. Perfect is technical technical wrestling machine. He's also, perfect. you go back and look at some of his matches. He was wrestling. Kurt Henning was wrestling with a bad back and doing it like you couldn't even tell. The man, all that cocaine. Had, the man had great matches with everybody. Could could draw a great match out of people that can't wrestle. Yeah, like the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like he because his he came in at the wrong. I feel like if you put Mister Perfect in today, he's he's a great. I mean, he's a great heel. I think he was before his time with the kind of style he had and nobody really had great appreciation for his in-ring ability and his working style but he's just if you go back and look at his matches technical masterpiece he's awesome yep my number three is xavier woods why you guys look at all the new day people new. but <laughs> xavier woods is such a good wrestler he just doesn't get any shine because no. kofi and biggie are taking all of it but if you go back to the days of consequences creed Wow. Yeah, TNA was very good. Just wow. Like, this man put knows how to put on a show. 
and he's still doing it, Man, doing things to this some day. Guy. And his elbow drop is just a one. It's exquisite. I don't know. Been mentioned for me because I thought about this. Um, Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal, yeah, yeah. I can see, I can see that he's amazing. Oh, oh, I'm just throwing honorable mentions. I'm gonna put AJ Lee in my honorable mentions oh, category. Gosh, can and I put first? Uh, hold on, hold on. Timeout, timeout. So last week you said. CM Punk was the most overrated person. Now, AJ Lee's uh, in your honorable mentions for underrated? Honorable mentions for underrated, I don't yes. know. I think she was kind of overrated in WWE. No, AJ Lee's promo work is amazing. It was good. I, I hated her. Uh, Talent is not sexually transmitted. Is one I of the ha- best roasts in uh, WWE that's true. history. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll just end on that. That was good. <laughs> my God. Uh, um, uh, my number three, uh, John Morrison, Mundo, Impact, Nitro, whatever you want to talk about. About him. This yeah. dude is athletic as heck, a parkour a guru, if you want to say. He's got great abs. I, I wish I had the abs. Of, uh, <laughs> yeah, I do too. Uh, I can't Morrison. even argue with that. <laughs> that is, that <laughs> no, is true. Like, you can't. Um, uh, I mean, isn't he the Impact Champion right now? I'm pretty sure. He's yeah, still the so. Impact Champion. Uh, I mean, he's doing it uh, off the scene. But he was not utilized correctly in WWE, so it was perfect for him to get out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin's number three is Ahmed Johnson. Another bigger guy, weight-wise, but still moved effortlessly in the ring. I don't know. He did not move effortlessly in the ring. He moved hurt in the ring. So he was hurt twenty-four-seven. Yeah. He didn't take care of his body. And then he said, "Fun fact: Vince was going to make him the first serious black wrestling champion, but he got hurt." So, yeah. But I thought, I thought Farouk was the first major black wrestling champion. But when was he Back champion? Back in WCW, though? like in the eighties. That's WCW, not WWE. I guess. It doesn't count. Like. First, se- he it didn't said happen first in serious- Vince's company. It doesn't He's- count. Okay. <laughs> he said first serious black wrestling champion, and I'm pretty sure. I mean, I wish that would have happened, but, I mean, uh, I don't know. They should have gave it to Ron. Ron yeah. Simmons. Ron Simmons was really good. Someone right. say it. Nobody's going to say it. I don't want to say it. I don't want to curse on air. Ron Simmons. Catchphrase. No one said it. Oh, you can say it on air. Yeah, yeah but I just not, don't want we're to. We're not going to get penalized for My that. My mom will get mad at me. Damn. Your mom <laughs> Thank right you. Now. No, that wasn't, there was no emphasis in that. <laughs> Wait, oh, you, you do it then. You want me to do it? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that was better. I have to agree. All, All right. right. Number two. Number two. Dean Malenko. That's an interesting choice. That, well, I want you, I want to hear this because I agree with you. Um. So, ah, oof. He was I, on the outside looking in, he looks like he's going to be a boring wrestler. He just technical. looks. But if you look at his cruiserweight WCW work, especially with guys like Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit mentioning him for his wrestling ability, awful person. Um, but it, he, they were doing things that are now in use in NXT. The style, the quick wrestling sequences, the switching holds very quickly. He's the man of a thousand holds, and he really knew how to work during a match he knew what what looks good how to transition between holds i mean he had the work pace and could quicken up the pace or slow it down and get strategic he was a great technical wrestler and he really didn't do anything in the wwe at all um and his wcw was overshadowed as most guys good work in wcw was by the nwo and all the stuff that was happening in the main event storylines um, but I think he's great, and I think if you go back and look at some of his matches, you would see that he was way ahead of his time. My number yeah, two is... I completely agree with that, because uh, cause oh. you go look at the matches go with uh, him and Jericho as well. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. They're amazing. Demolinko was a solid worker. Right. Very underappreciated. All right, my number two, Daniel Bryan. Are we seriously going to say that Daniel Bryan is now underrated? Are you I are you going to tell no. me that that you thought that Daniel Bryan was going to do all the things that he did in the course of what four years? No, I'm not telling you that. What I'm telling you is now, me, most people put him no. in the top ten greatest wrestlers of all time. But I don't yeah, understand how I'm you just underrate saying, him. Like before all that, like before the come up, nobody thought that. Nope, everybody kept telling him he wasn't going to be able did. to do anything. The fans all thought that. That's why they kept yelling for him yeah, to do stuff. Everybody at backstage said he was going to be a B-plus player, but no, he came out okay, on Shawn top. Okay, Shawn Michaels. Gosh. All right. <laughs> but still, like, the man came it. out on top, and he's now he's now he's solidified I, so, as at least yes, top ten but as time. of right now, not a single person that actually knows a lot about wrestling is underrating yeah, Daniel that's true. Bryan. Yeah, but I'm just your thinking, casual, your casual watcher watched, will, won't think that he's underrated. Yeah, but looking at Daniel Bryan's right now come up. Right now, might be overrated. 
Looking Ooh, at Daniel Bryan, right now. I'm talking about his come up. Oh, yeah, I know okay. Chad. The, the, okay, the only so you're talking about at that time. The American yeah, Dragon. Yeah, the American Dragon. Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. <laughs> like, like, the guy that got go. fired for Get choking Josh Matthews with a tie. With his own tie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah you shouldn't get off, fired if it's his off, own tie. First off, just, wear a clip on. <laughs> <laughs> let me just retitle this. Instead of Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan's come up. Yeah, that okay. is number okay. two That's on my allowed. List. Yeah. Um... Uh, I heard a joke since now he has the new title, the hemp title. Oh, my um, God. Uh, they it, it said looks so ugly. Whoever, yeah, it's terrible. Um, uh, if someone burns that inside the ring, which they said, oh, yeah, maybe AJ probably burns it. Like, everybody in the first, like, three rows is going to be excited when the New Day comes out. <laughs> oh Pancakes, the hemp title. Yeah, I got you. Gosh, it probably went, yeah. over, it went over you guys' head at first. No, I it didn't. It just at least John funny. said. Um, uh, no, I got okay. it. Okay. <laughs> wow. That's the ultimate insult. Well, you didn't think my joke was funny, so you probably weren't smart enough to understand it. It's okay. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> got to be a heel on this show. Why not? Um, uh, number two for me is R-Truth. This guy. He's a worker. K-Quick, Ron Killings, R-Truth now. G- amazing talker. He's so funny. He's he, so entertaining. Yeah. What I love about this is he had a longer reign of the NWA title than Dusty Rhodes. Probably. Wow. Th- and he was like, might have been the first black champion as the NWA title. I, I'm, don't quote me on that. I'm not quoting you. But I'm pretty sure that's right. Hmm, but, so. yeah, our truth for me at number two. All right. Uh, Devin's number two is Matt Hardy, which is understandable. A lot of the reasons that he said are were, have already been said. But he said the better wrestler of the Har- Hardys. No disrespect to Jeff. And his in-ring, in his run from 2005 to 2010, he cut some great promos. Never gets the credit he deserves as a creative mind wrestler. Plus, he's deleting people, so who can't get mad? Who can get mad at that? And then he's like, "Yes, <laughs> yo!" Oh. <laughs> he actually texted that out. <laughs> Man, I wish he was here. I, um, he he'd at least understand some of my picks. News on the first black NWA champion. Actually, it happened all the way back in 1962. Really? A guy named Bobo Brazil was October 18th, 1962. Brazil made history by becoming the first African-American to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Interesting. That's interesting. 1962. And he defeated the original Nature Boy, Buddy Rogers. Wow. Nice. So who's the second one? Uh, They don't tell me the second one. I didn't Google that. Second one doesn't matter, I guess. Then, then they said later in that Ron Simmons is credited with being the first like recognized African American world champion See. in the world. Damn, that was perfect timing. <laughs> okay, number one. Uh, this is. I don't feel confident about putting him this high, uh, but my number one is Owen Hart. Um, yes. Okay. I no, can fine. understand with the Stone Cold um, incident. There's a reason he took. Some took some top years. years away from one of the best guys ever. Owen Hart, rest in peace, first of all, gone way, way too soon in a, f- a freak accident that never should have happened. Uh, right In Missouri, right, in Kansas City, Kemper yep. Arena. Um, but the man was overshadowed by his old, by Is that when by he was Brett? the blue, blue, blue uh, He was overshadowed blue by blazer. the whole Hart dynasty. Yeah, he was, but I would argue, I, I would rather watch Owen wrestle than Brett wrestle. I For agree. me personally, I mean, Owen was the better wrestler to me. Uh, he just, his work is great. That steel cage match, Owen and Brett, is one of the best WWE matches of all time. Still just great and entertaining today. He was a great heel. He was a great worker. And I think we just missed some top years from him. And he even made the blue blazer gimmick, which was a dumb which gimmick. Was a, it was just stupid was coming just out stupid. and attack you and run. That's, yeah, that's and all it was. was. Su- but he still managed to make it at least entertaining. And his wrestling skills are, I would argue that he's one of the greatest technical wrestlers of all time. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so I don't think we give Owen Hart, because of Brett, we probably don't give him the props he deserves. Give but me that's a, why he's number one for me. Give me a six-man match between uh, Owen Hart, Dean Malenko, Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit, Kurt Angle, and uh, Eddie Guerrero. Good oh my gravy. God. Give me a six-man match. How long are we? Are we going an hour and a half, two hours, four hours? I'll care. watch it as long as it goes. Yeah, exactly. I will literally sit there in front of my TV for 24 hours was, straight. If that, that match with that. Good long. night. That would be awesome. Oh, right. Jesus. My number one is Cesaro. Okay. No, like, I, no I, I respect it. that pick. Pound for pound, he's one of the strongest guys to ever be in wrestling, ever. 
Like, if you saw him at yeah. the uh, the original Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale, he little he literally picked up the Big Show and tossed him over like he was two hundred pounds. He may like, have he swing seen, the Great Kali. I've never seen anybody pick up the I Big Show like that. He might have. I think he swung the Great Kali. His European uppercut is disgusting. It's, it's, it is vicious. Yeah, like the. Even the uh, the neutralizer that moves pretty good. I don't like the neutralizer. Yeah, we'll, oh, we'll you don't get. Like it? Yeah, I'm not. A big I don't. Fan I of also don't like but the still, Styles Clash for the same ca- reason. They just don't look like. Yeah, they're. Kind we'll of get more into that next week. Look. So we're gonna do some a few things. He's also yeah, over next week. super charismatic. Yes, he did swing the Great Kali. Yeah, at Dang. Battleground. Like he's doing. He can do things that not a lot of people can do, and it's just un- incredible the amount like his capabilities in ring. Plus, like he knows how to captivate a crowd. He's charismatic. People hold up the Cesaro section signs. Why? Why? Still. Why? S- still. Why is Cesaro not top main event? I don't know. Give me a give me a good. There's reason. no reason why he's not. He hasn't had a world championship run at all. It's true. The man is amazing. He's he was great before he got to the main roster. His two out of three falls match with Sami Zayn. I don't. It's, I think it's the first takeover. It's one of the early takeovers, Might have and been. NXT is amazing to watch. Yeah. Both of them are great, and yeah, Cesaro yeah. Cesaro's got the strength of one of the strongest guys, and he's also got the agility and quickness of the cruiserweights. I mean, he's uh, just awesome. Like, I agree. He's just incredible to watch. So yeah, Cesaro, my number one. My number one. You guys are probably thinking, wow. It's Zach it, Zach Ryder. Oh, I thought it was Zach, gonna be Kenny Omega. Zach Ryder's great. Zach Ryder is great. Nah, he's woo, a, woo woo woo. You know he it. He utilized social media perfectly with uh, doing his internet championship, which I was hoping and hoping for a um, Dolph Ziggler versus Zach Ryder at WrestleMania. Whenever it was in uh, at MetLife Stadium, I, I think that might have been twenty six. Twenty no no no. MetLife is twenty seven. Twenty seven. That was supposed to happen. It didn't work out because, of course, um, internet doesn't exist in uh, Vince McMahon's world. But <laughs> I felt so bad when Zack Ryder was buried by Kane. Uh, embrace the hate and storyline was so guy, awful. Man. I felt so bad for him because he's a lot better than that. I mean, it's not like he's going to be doing anything now with Kurt Hawkins. I mean, it's kind of cool to think, hey, the Major Brothers are back because Brett and Brian Major were amazing and terrific as a tag team. I know they weren't pushed that well. They were a yeah. put-over uh, Pretty much, he's been an enhancement talent his entire career. Yeah. Even the thing with Mojo Raleigh didn't even work out that well. But it's just like they don't utilize mm-hmm. Zack Ryder to his full potential. This dude is jacked. Uh, he got his. Yeah. M- he got one moment, and the reaction oh, from I the loved fans it. at WrestleMania when he won the yes. Intercontinental Title. Oh, the reaction from the fans tells you that he should have been pushed more. Then the next night, Murray yeah. screwed it him was over. Crazy. Yes, and then he got screwed over immediately. But that that moment is one of the best moments in history, just because it's the little guy overcoming. Also, I yeah. really like the Rough Rider. I do too. I don't know why. It's just cool. Rough Rider uh, and the Broski boot. All right, we got it. Let's get uh, Devin's out of the way. Devin's number one is Christian. Oddly charismatic, amazing seller, overlooked in ring worker. In my opinion, he was better than Edge, but overlooked due to size and an incident where Vince wanted him to cut his hair and he was against it. TNA did it right and gave him a good world title push. WWE did too, but it wasn't as good. Christian is that dude. One more match. No, I mean that's. I mean he pretty much said it last week too that Christian was going to be number one. Yeah, he we did. all knew that. Christian, in. yeah, Christian is amazing, and we all know that. <laughs> I respect it. So yeah. that was our top ten of underrated uh, wrestlers. We hope you enjoyed uh, our lists. And uh, what? How about you uh, tell us yours or tell us your favorite wrestler? Who cares? Just yeah. uh, tweet at us at Good Old Wrestling on uh, Twitter, of course. Make sure you give us a follow too. We'll follow you back because why not? Um, next week. I'm going to say let's do whatever you were talking about. The with Wrestling Logic 101. Wrestling Logic 101, <laughs> along with our top five uh, finishers and our top five least favorite finishers. Why don't we just do top five finishers? Because if we do, you know, I don't want to just shorten those lists, though. I think we should do ten. Because I want to yeah, talk about the Logic stuff. But the Logic is going to take the us logic a long time. Yeah, that's that's I, a whole episode. All right, we'll see. I think we should just do we'll, Logic. We'll see. The, We'll yeah, let's do gonna logic. Be, that's yes. going to be like my favorite episode. We'll prep our so list, but it'll probably just be wrestling logic. And m- mostly you know, our prepping for you is 15 minutes before the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I've been uh, DJ Cranium along with uh, On With John and DJ Thanen here on X106 Good Old Wrestling. Uh, coming up next is a new special show, Day to Day with Andrew Botwin and Jenny James. They're coming up next right here on X106.